0: We are Steel Magnolias, two sisters who love family, traditions, and all things Southern. We've got plenty of room at
1: our table, so pull up a chair.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. I am glad there is room at the table for me today. Yes. we have quite a treat in front of us. We've got pie and... Bourbon, that's right. So uh, two I'm, southern items. I'm, I'm just finishing off a uh, my slice of buttermilk pie. So good. So we are kicking off an episode. It's going to be great fun. Um, but yeah, I made a buttermilk pie based on a recipe you gave me, yes. which we'll put in it's the show Good notes. Southern living. You know what's interesting though is. I didn't realize it was going to have this much lemon flavor, but you told me that's... Lemon zest that's is... classic buttermilk yeah. pie.
1: Lemon zest is, al- yeah. I think, always in buttermilk pie. Yeah,
0: so this called for zest and fresh Little squeezed fresh juice. lemon juice. Yeah. Now, do you think I was
1: thinking of a chess pie, maybe? Maybe, and it's similar. It has that custardy... Yeah. I'm going to call it custardy texture. It definitely texture. looks similar.
0: Oh it's so good. It's so oh,
1: good. I wish we could like no nuts, no anything that's given it like a lot of texture. Yeah. But I just love that custardy. It is. It's it's
0: consistency. It's tart and actually mm-hmm. the recipe recommended putting some type of seasonal berries on top, on top with yeah. a
1: little whipped cream. Yes. Woo!
0: I think there was yes, even a homemade whipped cream recipe that you could make, mm-hmm. but I kept it simple. So yeah. This is good. I I would definitely make, this was easy too. Yeah. But what I loved about this was I need to know more things to make with buttermilk.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: Because I have recipes that call for like a fourth of a cup of buttermilk.
1: So you've purchased this so half, gallon, half gallon at least. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we don't like to drink it. You know our mom loves to I drink know. it with cornbread Rumbled crumbled up. up. We, could, we talked about that one time on here with. That's, in that. That's a thing. That's a thing. And um if you ever have extra, just bring it to her. But so I know what you're I saying. I could have done that.
0: But this recipe called for, I think, a full cup Yeah, of buttermilk, which hence the name, buttermilk pie. So I was able to really feel like I got my use Your use out of, of it. my that's half fun. gallon. So it's delicious. I would recommend Everybody trying this because it's so easy.
1: Well, I like to have things that you don't have to have, you know, 15 new ingredients to purchase. Like it's mostly stuff you have, except I don't always have buttermilk. But yeah, maybe you just decide you're going to fry chicken and make that pie in the same week. And there you go. Yeah.
0: Well, (laughs) Well, this was a win, I think. I don't know if my husband liked it um, because he's more of a chocolate Chocolate person. Yeah.
1: Um, Have you ever made a chocolate chess pie?
0: No. Okay. He would probably like
1: that. Kind so, of like mom's fudge pie that she makes. Chess would have... A lot of butter and a lot of sugar. sugar. <laughs> exactly. And so the chocolate, yeah, that would give it a different flavor. Yeah. And some, at some point we'll in May, I'll always make a derby pie. Yes. For the derby. So I'll make one of those in May, and we'll talk about derby pie and all mm-hmm. things derby because the derby's so fun. That's going to be a fun episode. But um, lots of Southern pies mm-hmm. will have even a little bourbon in there. Mm. And yes. so that's kind of fun because, We've got the, um, um, what's this ice cube called? So, okay. So transition to bourbon. Cause yes. that's one of the things we want to talk about today yes. is bourbon. I'm pouring as we speak. Um, and so we're going to just taste as we're talking to you all, talking bourbon a little bit. And I was going to get to ice a little bit down oh, the road, okay. but I'll talk about it I now. Do it whenever. Because ice matters when you're. It sure does. It, there's various ice, and there's even preferences. People like and, different things. Yeah. But the ice cube in our glasses today are very large round balls. I got. Th- I ordered these on online, and um, taking a photo for our Instagram. Oh yes, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> so this this is a really nice ice cube to chill your bourbon. Give you a little. Um, It'll, it'll chill it, but not dilute it. Because you don't want, if you're doing sipping whiskey, you don't want a bunch of water diluting it down. That's true. So, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Okay. But that's what we have, have here today. It's just so pretty in the glass. It is pretty, so isn't it?
0: Follow us on Instagram to see, to see that exactly what we're drinking, which it looks the same. I guess all bourbons kind of look the same, but they're oh, definitely... good.
1: Observation. Okay. I'm not. I wasn't even going to go into that today, but they kind of do, and they kind of don't. Okay. The more you learn about bourbon, you know, a true connoisseur would be able to maybe even say that's probably from Kentucky. That oh, might wow. be from yeah. Where I'm so not there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the purpose of today,
1: we're going. I'm going to play dumb
0: because I am dumb in this <laughs> regard. Not. I'm not a dumb person, but I am far less educated in bourbon and whiskey as other things in my life so i'm going to yeah, kind of you're the expert on many things be inquisitive <laughs> and ask questions and we just want to start a conversation that you could have some base level of knowledge if you were at a social event and this came up. This yeah. is your 101. Base like, this is you not hearing the, the conversation if bourbon
1: comes up. That's right. I, and we've even had a listener that mentioned, gosh, I work with a lot of bourbon drinkers and I f- can't even contribute to the conversation. I know nothing. Will y'all talk about that sometime? Um, and I'm like, go. yes, we All will. Right. So here we go. You. Um, so I am going to just... Kind of give a little background and some trivia and all kinds of stuff. But awesome. really some of the basic words that you hear in regards to this particular libation is yes. the word I'm going to use. Libation, good. You hear bourbon, you hear whiskey, you hear rye, you hear scotch. Yes. What are these differences? And sometimes combined, bourbon, whiskey. I've seen that before too. So we're going to talk about yeah. some differences. So basically what is whiskey is where I was just going to start. Okay. It's a distilled Alcoholic beverage made from fermented grain mash. Grain mash. Okay. The mash is typically aged in wood cask. Okay. Which gives it the distinct brown color and taste. Oh,
0: makes sense. So wood you know, it is
1: brown. And so it's gonna and depending on different things, which we're gonna get into a little bit, mm-hmm. is gonna change the color. How long is it in there? What kind of barrel was it? Etc, yeah. cetera, etc cetera. Okay. What um, That's whiskey. Yes. Um, anything else I wanted to say about that? Um, there's different subsets of that. We'll get into all of that. But one of the things I wanted to mention at being a Nashville native is the best-selling whiskey in the world is Jack Daniels, which is less than an hour from yeah. where we live.
0: Yeah. So not in the U.S., in the, in the world.
1: world. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you have a funny story about your study abroad. I studied abroad in Spain. I
0: mean, obviously a major language barrier, so I had to speak Spanish. There was very little English spoken when I was there. When people said, where are you from? I said, the United States. They said, oh, New York? No. (laughs) In the South, in the state of Tennessee. And they just kind of looked at me with a blank stare. And so I would say, Elvis Presley? You know, kind of saying, like, Uh do you know that name? Sometimes people did, yeah. Um, but my next go-to person was Jack Daniels. Oh, Jack Daniels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know that one. Now we have a heart connect. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. And it was. It was behind the bar of every restaurant we went to.
1: And because Jack Daniels actually says Tennessee whiskey on it. Then they knew. I've had people, when I said I was from Tennessee and I was in another country, they'll go, oh, Jack Daniels. Like, that's the only other place yeah. they knew that Tennessee yeah. word. Yeah. And because it's, they get to call
0: it Tennessee whiskey because they do their aging in, not their aging, but the charcoal process. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. We'll get to that. Okay. We we'll get to Tennessee okay. whiskey. See, so, I, I just know you enough. Know to be enough. Dangerous. You know enough. Okay. Okay. So then, what makes a whiskey a bourbon? Okay. For a whiskey to be considered a bourbon, because bourbon is whiskey. Exactly. Okay. So, bourbon a, is whiskey. Okay. For a whiskey to be considered a bourbon, the mixture of the grains from which the product is distilled or that mash has to be 51% corn, rye, wheat, malted barley, or malted rye. Okay. Some, Any uh, it has to be some 51%. Yeah. Okay. Um, On top of that, the mixture must be stored in charred oak containers and cannot contain any additives. Okay. So that's fun to me when you're looking at color, is to know that is not any coloring. Yeah. And I think it's a beautiful color. It is pretty. Anyhow, um, that pretty much separates bourbon from everything else. Okay. And I just thought this was interesting. The name bourbon comes from an area known as Old Bourbon around what is now... Bourbon County, Kentucky. So that's where the word, the name came from. Okay.
0: Oh, the actual county mm-hmm.
1: is called Bourbon. Bourbon County.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Okay. Um, Bourbon. I looked this up and thought it was interesting. Bourbon is an 8.5 billion B billion in dollar industry that accounts for as many as seventeen thousand five hundred jobs. Wow. And creates eight hundred and twenty-five million dollars in tax revenue every oh every year according to statistics from the distillers association and kentucky makes 95% of the world's bourbon supply that's crazy 95% and i will tell you that the world's
0: bourbon is coming from
1: the state kentucky. Just north and, of kentucky and i believe most of it is from within like a small i want to say like two counties i mean it's that might not be right but it's just a small, it's not even the fullness of the state so um That's crazy. Worldwide. Big, big, big Big business. And those
0: distillers are proud of it. You bet.
1: You bet. (laughs) Now, Tennessee whiskey is just bourbon with a different name. So, first and foremost, the biggest difference is location. Okay. Um, What separates the two is a method of filtering. That's what I was thinking. Yes. So it's. and, and we've toured Jack Daniel's. It's pretty cool to see their whole process. Awesome. Everything is done on site. Yes, I was amazed they even did their own charcoal. They do all of it right there. Outsourcing
0: is not a word that you will ever hear on that campus. That's right. <laughs> so
1: yeah, um, usually it's sugar maple that they're using for their okay for that process. So anyway, that's before it goes into the cask. It's been through this charcoal process. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Jack Daniels is the most famous Tennessee whiskey, but there's lots of other Tennessee distillers. In fact, George Dickel's not far—not
0: far at all. I've never been there.
1: Um, Would
0: is George Dickel considered Tennessee whiskey? Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so um, that's kind of a little bit about that. And then Scotch is technically whiskey, but it's been um, distilled and matured in Scotland. Scotland. All Scotch is Scotland. Scotland, right. That's easy to remember, too. That's right. <laughs> it's mostly made from malted barley. Okay. Um, and remember that bourbon is mostly corn. I don't know if I said that, but most of that is okay. going to be. I don't think you did say that. Corn. Bourbon is um, mostly corn. Okay. So, yeah, that I think is the most of the basics. Now, if you're traveling, one thing I thought was interesting is if you're in England and you ask for whiskey, you get Scotch. What? Well, keep in mind, some of this is... right.
0: That's so interesting. And then if you're
1: in Ireland, you're going to get Irish whiskey. Okay. So... Which I have no idea what that's going to taste like. Oh, We we sometime might have to... Maybe in March, when I'm going to go to Ireland... Yes. We can do some Irish whiskey. Okay. Anyhow, um, one other thing I don't have here as as something I wanted to mention, but I do think it's important. Um, Lots of... Scottish and Irish immigrants came to America. And when they settled, many of them settled in the Appalachia kind of areas. True. For many reasons. But also keep in mind, if they've been doing scotch and whiskey, that's what they know. That's what they know. Let's find a place where we can do that. The best place to do that here is going to be Kentucky, Tennessee. Okay. Wouldn't that make sense? Yeah. That would be a natural fit. Yeah. I'm going to get into it in a little minute. Okay. Some of the reasons why this region is so good for that. Okay. Um, And then one other I wanted to mention was rye, because sometimes you'll hear people say rye rye. whiskey. And so, rye whiskey, um, as the name suggests, is a whiskey that's distilled with at least 51% rye. Okay. Rye is a type of grass that's a member of the wheat tribe and kind of close to barley. Uh Um, I don't like rye very much. I keep trying a few different ones just to see. Yeah. But everybody's tastes preference. are different. You know, if you know yeah. nothing about bourbon, but yet you know some things about wine, just keep in mind that there's a similar culture in the sense of maybe you love Cabernet
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's your thing. Well, that's how people are in the bourbon world. Like they love their whatever. Yeah. And they don't like all this other. Yeah. You know, there's just different palettes, different
0: taste. So I wonder if like when you're in conversation, if like, cause I know, you know, if I talk to somebody because I like wines mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, I love Zinfandel. Like mm-hmm. me too. Now yeah. we've got a heart connect, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, wonder if it's the Absolutely
1: same. Absolutely. It is where you feel like you have a similar palette yeah. and yeah. that kind of thing. And there are some great Zinfandels out there, I isn't there? Anyway, I, I digress. Okay. Just a few things. Now I, I have, I went to college in Kentucky, so I have lots of Kentucky yes. friends and connections. And so I've done the bourbon trail, Um, which I was going to talk about here in a little bit. Uh, I've done it almost two times, not fully two times. So I've hit a lot of these distilleries and tasted and things like that. And um, it it is a fun culture. But over my various tours, some of what I'm sharing is things I've learned along the path. And um, one reason Tennessee and Kentucky are so good for making these whiskeys and bourbons Mm -hmm. is we have a lot of limestone. We're built on a lot of limestone. So limestone, well the stone that's in your in your area gets in your water. Yes. And limestone takes out some of that bitterness. Okay. Which is a really important factor in distilling. Okay. So naturally, with all of that limestone, it's gonna make our whiskey taste good. Interesting. Very cool to me. Also, limestone makes for strong horses. Ah. So that's another reason you see, you know, this horse culture in Kentucky. Yes. That's so good. So many there Same for Ireland. Being bread mm-hmm. there. Yeah. They have that similar horse culture and whiskey culture yeah. and that kind of thing. So it's just interesting that that, that would play into it. And also, um, we have varied seasons. Right. Both hot and cold. Yeah. Obviously, if something's sitting in an oak barrel... Uh, for it to go in and out of that barrel, the heat yeah. and the cold so make like, things swell and
0: yes, and go down. Strict, yeah. You
1: want it to go in and out of that barrel to get this pretty color and flavor. Interesting. And so okay. that's another reason because Seasonally, we have that se- The seasons. It's not just a same all the time climate. You've got more right because these are being stored in massive. Um, Buildings. Huge buildings, many, many, many barrels. Yeah. In fact, you'll get a kick out of this. There's actually more bourbon barrels in Kentucky than people. Oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> so funny. Isn't that in a Kentucky. Hint? In Kentucky, there's more bourbon barrels at any wow. given time than residents. Okay, that's cool. These are great little facts Is and nuggets fun? to know. Oh, no. So, anyhow, now one other piece I wanted to mention, because I remember thinking, you know, you hear, just like with wine, just like with really anything in life, such a varied scope of price. Prices, I know. I and used to think all wine was very expensive. Just, wine,
0: yeah, I don't know, it just wine kind of equals had, it's still a luxury add-on, yeah, you know. Especially
1: some of the ones we like, but anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but no, there's definitely cheap there's wine out a, there. Absolutely. And so, same for this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that's fascinating when you do these tours, they'll often, different distilleries will have, you know, there's different sections of the, I don't want to get too deep into this, but there's different sections where these barrels are stored. Okay. Um, and s- some of them just sit for a few mm-hmm. years, some of them sit for decades. Wow. So if your barrel is filled with liquid, and it's sitting for these periods of time. You're having evaporation happen. True. Over time, the longer it's in there, the more evaporation. So they have to take into consideration how much they have to charge for this liquid yeah. inside, because it's getting based less on how and less. much is in there, yeah. which so, is
0: probably killing them. Knowing, oh my
1: gosh, we're down to this much. We're losing this to evaporation. Yeah. Um, but which they call the angel share, by the way, I think that's so funny. The I've heard that term angel share is what the yeah. angels yeah. get. Yeah. <laughs> the evaporation oh, okay. Process. That's kind of their offering to the
0: angels. <laughs> yes. Okay. I get it now.
1: So anyhow, that's, um, something to take into <laughs> consideration. Funny. If when we start talking about different, um, price points, if you're, Talking about a bourbon that's been sitting in a barrel for 23 years, and it costs $250, which is going to be like in the Pappy Van Winkle sure, family of bourbon prices. That is because they've babied this thing for 23, 23 years, years, and we only have this amount. Yeah. To, we only get a limited number of bottles. Yeah, so that makes that's- sense. The evaporation process, but don't be afraid. There are many, many bottles that
0: are nowhere near that expensive. Oh goodness, yes, <laughs>
1: that's the creme of the crop, and yeah. I've never had any pappy van legal. That's right. <laughs> um, but I did want to mention, like bourbon to me, just like with wine or really, honestly, with anything, is better when you share it with friends. It's of not just for collecting and hoarding and putting True. away. Um, and that plays into hospitality, which is Absolutely. such our heart. We, our heart is hospitality. So, if you have Pappy Van Winkle and you're hoarding it, please invite me. <laughs> I've <laughs> never had it. As our intro said, there's plenty of room at the table. That's right. <laughs> right. That's Pull up right. a chair.
0: So let's they call talk. it Pappy,
1: right? Or uh, yes, is Pappy. A Some people just say, Pappy "Oh my goodness, they got had a you know so and so got a bottle of Pappy." Okay. It's like a really big deal. Okay. <laughs> if you get one. Um, a good friend of mine from college, um, going on, digressing, but it was really funny. Broke a bottle of Pappy no. in his driveway and put this picture up on social media. And, like you could see the broken bottle, and all the comments were like, "No, dude, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really funny." Oh, that's horrible. anyway. I know. Anyhow. So let's taste some bourbon. Let's do.
0: What do we got here first? So this is a brand I've seen before. So seems we're popular.
1: starting off with a Four Roses bourbon. Okay. Um, this is not. They make a single barrel that's really, really nice. Um, this is just their plain, straight up. Okay. So cheap, this is not single one. barrel. I don't. This know one's what that not means. single barrel. Means that it came from a single barrel. So sometimes okay. distillers will. And that's better. Um. Kind of. See, all things are, it could be if it was a really good barrel, but it just means that it's from this barrel. In fact, it'll often tell you barrel, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And some people even, gosh, I'm getting into more than I was going to, will reserve a barrel. Like I want barrel, whatever. And so they actually get that barrel and hope that it's going to be a good one and we get it all because we've prepaid or, you know, however that works. So anyhow, that happens in the world of... Whiskeys and bourbons. But this one is one I personally would use more for making cocktails. Mm -hmm. If if you're gonna make cocktails, it's um doesn't need to be quite the high end sipping whiskey. As you know, if you're gonna mix it with a bunch of stuff, it doesn't really matter as much how
0: I like that. I I can sip that. Uh huh. I think it's pretty good. I'm surprised how much I like that.
1: Cheers.
0: Yes, this is tasty. Now it's it is chill because we've this we've, ice we've been, been sitting, sitting here in it. with it the whole time we've been talking, um, yes. twenty minutes or so.
1: So I I think I like that. I too. like it chilled like that. Um, also, just again, this would be for me the same thing I would do with wine. It's nice to smell it first with your mouth oh, okay. with your mouth a little open, like a cat smells. <laughs> to yeah, they may be onto something. It really you you get more of the expression of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, you can swish it around in your mouth a little bit, just like you would a wine. Okay. I've, one, one of my friends, Jim, says that's the Kentucky Chew. Oh, my gosh. Just to kind of swish that's it so around. <laughs> um, and <laughs> then a couple of other things I wanted to say. You can put just a little bit of water in bourbon, and it makes it, they use the terminology, bloom. Oh. So just a little bit of water will make it kind of more of the notes will come out. No, I'm sure there's... We're not talking very much water. I'm talking... Literally a splash. Just a little. And this ice cube sat in here for a little bit and has... You see, it's melted a I little. Yeah. So I think that's sufficient Yeah, for what Agree. I'm talking about.
0: wonder what kind of water people prefer
1: because water's oh. all
0: over the map. So. Yes, and
1: that matters, you know, having good filtered water. Yeah. in your, When you're making ice cubes is a good thing mm. to do. That's true. Um, Yeah. So, and then I also wanted to say, um, don't ever let that first sip, like, don't stop there. Yeah. Go ahead and give it another. Yeah. Because that's really just awakening all your senses. Senses. Yeah. And you want it to, like, give it another. And almost always that second sip is better.
0: Mm -hmm. I like this a lot. So this would be... I mean, we're starting with this, and we're going to go up in price, in price points, a little. Yeah. But this is definitely a nice enough bourbon that you could take to a, as a
1: host gift, absolutely. And uh, I would say you could get this bottle. Um, now, this is a really large bottle, right? So, but, but you could get the normal, smaller. smaller size bottle for like twenty-ish, maybe twenty-three-ish, yeah. something See, that's like a that.
0: Great host gift or yeah. a birthday
1: gift, yeah. or you know. Christmas coworker that's gift. Right. I don't know. Whatever. That's right. And and again, there's going to be price points all over the map. We just have three that we're doing that today. we're going to show today yeah. or taste today. So that's that one. That was good. Um, but you said you like making cocktails. with I that I do. I mean, I think it's a good one. I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy something that I'm embarrassed. Of. You know, like, like I'm not going to get something. Yeah. Terrible, but I've gotten just a basic Evan Williams for cocktails. This mm-hmm. Four Roses I like. Okay, um, yeah, something you like would that. Typically,
0: make an old fashioned with that.
1: I like to. That's one of my favorite cocktails okay. is the old fashioned, which is just um, some bitters, little sugar muddled up. Cherry or and orange. then it has cherry and orange. Yeah, like an orange twist is yeah. usually how it's served in yes. restaurants. Yeah, so just Cold but still, you good. definitely. I mean, it is a bourbon-based strong. I mean, uh, this is not lightweight cocktail. It's right. still very bourbony. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was good. I so I like that. that one a lot. Okay,
0: okay. let's. Tra- can we talk other cocktails real quick while I.
1: By, sure. By time, yes. sipping my
0: last sips, or did you have other? Well,
1: I wanted to mention ice. Oh, so, yeah. So the ice. the ice cube we're using on this sipping is a large ice cube that's not going to melt too fast because yeah, we don't want circle. too much water. Yeah. Um, but for drinks like a mint julep,
0: yeah, which
1: is bourbon with a, some sugar and mint leaf yeah. kind of muddled in there too, um, but it's a strong Yeah drink i remember the first time i heard of mint julep i had in my head i was thinking of something like creme de menthe or like yeah that is not it is bourbon with a mint leaf i mean yeah. it's not usually with pellet ice right and it often will have that pellet ice that like sonic ice yes exactly <laughs> which is really great for some cocktails yeah I've, Actually, purchase that from Sonic. You can buy it by the you bag, can buy their ice. Yeah. and it's really great for a lot of cocktails. Yeah, um, but that's going to make it. Um, you're going to have more water getting in it because it's melting. Because it's melting, pellet ice does melt fast. Yeah, unless so it's in a you wouldn't want to do that if you were drinking a nice sipping bourbon because by the time you get halfway down, it's Very watered. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, your ice matters, and um, but it's even a preference thing if you. Don't like, um, some people drink it. No, I, you know, just yeah. straight up. Is that what they call neat? Yes. Okay. Neat is no ice. Right.
0: Okay. Trying to find like word associations to remember all of this. Cause you're giving us all these. facts. Yeah. So,
1: so that was that. Um, oh, and then one other cocktail, cause you said mentioned cocktails yeah. that, um, my friends know me for is in May. Uh-oh. It's I usually make my first batch for the Kentucky Derby, which is the first Saturday of May. Mm-hmm. Um, actually that came from Laura Mason Holman, my good friend, Laura. She, um, introduced me to this bourbon slush that has become legendary in my life. Friends, uh, husbands
0: of friends request this. Mm -hmm. It is, I yeah, yeah. we'll definitely have to put a recipe up. That's a
1: summer drink to me. For that, yeah. Because the consistency is a slush. So it is, um... Bourbon mixed with unsweet tea. Well, I do unsweet tea Mm -hmm. because it also has lemonade, orange juice, pineapple juice. Mm -hmm. You know, you're mixing all that, freezing it. You scoop it out, which is making it this slushy consistency. And then you top it with Sprite. Yeah. So I love that in the summer on a hot, hot day. It is the ultimate. To sit outside. Southern cocktail in the summer. It is
0: wonderful. Um, Okay, we'll wait till summer to put that recipe up. Unless you just are dying to
1: Mm -hmm. have it, then you can message us. Yes. So um, that's a few cocktails. I think we should. Are you ready to start another pour while I continue talking? Yes. Okay. So our next thing we're going to try is a bump up a little bit um, in price, but still not significantly. Mm -hmm. I want to say this one's in the 30, 35 range. Okay. This is Maker's Mark 46. Okay. Um, and so not just Maker's Mark. Maker's this is 46. 46. And I remember asking them what where the 46 come from. Mm-hmm. And it was they, they have the master distiller tries lots of different things. And in this one, they had put in the oak barrel a wood piece that had some vanilla oh. in it. And so that sat in the barrel the whole time. Yeah. And so it has a different taste than just a plain Maker's Mark. Okay. So I just thought that would be a fun one to try and see what your thoughts are on this. Give me just a little. Now,
0: the fun um, look of—that's good—of Maker's is, of course, the red wax sealed bottle— Yes. which I have heard if you go tour the you distillery,
1: can you can dip, dip your, own, your bottle. own bottle. That's very fun. That is fun. And I remember on that tour them saying it also has a wax seal oh, and yeah, then the does. wax on the top. Yeah. And my sister will know this about me. I've always loved yes, wax are. seals. I use them sometimes in letters that I write. stationery Things set. like that. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it was sweet that on the tour they were mentioning that that was his, the, the, distiller owner's wife came up with that. Oh,
0: she got to put that she, her mark on that it. That that was
1: something that she wanted them to do. And I thought that was so fun to think of just the beauty of male and female giftings and mm-hmm. how when a couple is listening to each other how sweet that can be yeah. you know he probably had these great ideas of what to do to the actual whiskey and she's like let's make it packaged nicely yeah, let's make you know it pretty. yeah it's going to taste good and but it's also going to be some people in other countries that don't know the name, they know the red wax. That's I remember true. being in China one time and somebody saying something about, like, what's the red wax? Okay. Oh, that's like, Maker's Mark. Yeah. You know, so. That's interesting. It's the Maker's Mark. It is. So anyway, I like it. What are there your is. thoughts? So um, this is good. It's so
0: much spicier mm-hmm. than the four roses. Mm-hmm. But I like it. It definitely can stand on its own as a sipping. Yeah. I wouldn't
1: want bitters to and add it. Oh no, things added. To yeah, because it has such a nice. And, but isn't it fun to say? Oh my goodness, there's a difference. Such a difference, and now
0: I even see looking at the bottles at the, color. the color difference. Yeah, yeah for sure. So that's, that's
1: Maker's Mark 46. That was just another one. Just, just pretty. Have too. as a taste. Um, I wanted to mention just a few. We've already mentioned Jack Daniels and George Dickel. Another good bourbon here in Nashville that Bell made. Bourbon, really, is has some varieties, and then last weekend you and I went to Corsair. Yep, um, which is a local.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's in Nashville. Yeah, so we tried a couple of different things. They we I, we both liked that triple smoke. Yes, that was, it was- good. Definitely a smoky flavor, yeah. which I often like yeah. in food and beverage. I yeah. like a smoke. Yeah. And then I tried the rye, still trying to I didn't find like a rye, and I didn't like it at yeah. all. So that doesn't mean Corsair doesn't have a good rye. I just apparently don't like rye. Yeah. So you may love the Corsair <laughs> rye. That's just... And then I haven't been yet... Well, actually, I pulled in the parking lot, but it was closed. Uh, Leaper's Fork Distillery. I want to go there. I would like us to... That would be fun. Get over there. Way too close for us to have not been over there yet. And speaking of that, um, Leaper's Fork area, I always think of the Natchez Trace. Yes. And um, my friend Jim Holman was telling me that the Natchez Trace was the route that those um, people that ran the on the, the flatboats down to New Orleans that took the whiskey there that was their route home oh. was the Natchez Trace. So. I don't know a whole lot about that, but I just think that's interesting, interesting that that would be, um, that was
0: kind of their guider.
1: So their there's landmark. probably some interesting history of yeah. bourbon and whiskey on that route. That's um, awesome. there is, I wanted to mention the Kentucky bourbon trail. Yeah. Um, you can go to their website, which is Kentucky, like KY uh-huh. bourbon trail. KY I'll put that in our bourbon trail dot com. Okay. Um, It has tons of information on doing a road trip, of hitting various um, distilleries in Kentucky.
0: So, question Mm -hmm. since you've done it a couple of times, did you feel like there was a lot of
1: variety in going from distillery to distillery? That is a great question. Um, I felt like they all had different personalities. Okay. But I definitely would not personally want to do a tour at each okay because the process is similar sure so maybe out of i don't remember how many are on there i want to say they're up to like 12 or 14 now stops okay they've added a couple since i've done it okay um maybe do two tours i don't think you need to tour all of them to hear everything about everything at each one but they do each have their own little personality, personality kind of like we've been to napa yeah
0: Napa Didn't Valley. you think the
1: same? They all have kind of a yes, personality. A lot of variety and personality. Worth seeing different ones, but you wouldn't want to necessarily hear about all the vines and hear about no, all the you're
0: right, I process of
1: each. Right. Similar. So
0: on the Bourbon Trail, I remember you mentioning something about a passport
1: yes. they gave you. Where did you get that and so how does I, that work? You get it from this. Website, okay. This Kentucky Bourbon Trail website. They actually send you this brown passport. Okay. That you can take to each distillery to get a stamp. It's kind That's of just fun. a fun thing. But when you're with your friends yeah. and you're getting your stamps and you feel like you're just accomplishing this thing. But at the end, if you have all of them stamped, you yeah. mail it back in and they send you a t-shirt. So you got a shirt. I have a t-shirt. That's right. But I've only finished it once. I've done about half. So how many do you have? To, how many time. stamps?
0: Do you have to? I think
1: they're up to almost 14 now. Okay, so you didn't have to go to 14. I you think just- I had to go to 11 or 12. Wow. Okay. They've added a couple okay. more. Okay. And we didn't do, I mean, obviously, you wouldn't necessarily do this. I don't think you could do it in one day. Yeah. This is a few days. And
0: this is all Louisville area? Lexington, Lexington Louisville, Louisville.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, okay. and, you know, off often in, in little country windy roads. Yep. Lots of bourbon in Bardstown where we've been. Yep. Um, yeah, they
0: claim they're the bourbon
1: capital of, of the, the world. That's right, and they are. They, yeah. <laughs> they really are. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's just a fun thing to do. Maybe um, I've known of girls' trips doing it. Lots of guys' trips. You know, do a portion or all of the bourbon trail. So
0: yeah, isn't it interesting how like girls seem to do the wine generally? Isn't have, it funny? Seem to have wine preference and bourbon and whiskey seem to be male centric but it's kind of it's shifted yeah to more women and
1: i think i used to see lots of dudes that like wine too that's true yeah so yeah there is um just a variety of things people like but um anyway the current stops on the trail i thought i would mention heaven hill um, which is Bardstown maker's Mark we've mentioned, mm-hmm. and it's really pretty by the way, I was going to mention, really? like, I just think like it's their such grounds? A, their grounds are okay. beautiful. Um, Woodford Reserve. Also, that was probably my favorite. Uh, yeah. It's in I the middle like of horse farms. They have yeah. <laughs> This is such a girl comment. Great gift shop. Okay. I don't even just mean of bourbon items. I mean Oh, you brought some bourbon balls back from Yes, Woodford. bourbon balls. They have just fun stuff. Yes, they have so lots good. of cute derby stuff and anyway, I left their gift shop. Uh Jim Beam which is um also a huge name.
0: Yeah. I had and a hot toddy of Jim Beam last night in preparation you? for today's podcast. <laughs>
1: so cute. Um, it's funny, too. The Beam last name yeah. is all through the bourbon culture of Kentucky. Like, you'll hear, you could be at a different distillery. Now, this is so-and-so Beam, oh, who's of the Beam okay. family. It's just a family that's okay, definitely...
0: They immersed um,
1: all their generations into this, and they know their bourbon. Okay. It's really interesting. But um, Town Branch is a smaller one that I did visit. Okay, Four Roses, which mm-hmm. was our first one we tried. It's it's got its own kind of cool culture too, and I liked it. Bullet, I've heard, I like Bullet. Bullet's good, and Bullet has its own county. I've seen those it signs. Does. That's too. where my friend Terry's from. Bullet County, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Evan Williams, we mentioned um, Old Forester. Okay. Wild Turkey. Yep. And the two that have added that I haven't been to, Lux Row and Angel's Envy, are also now on the Passport of the Trail. So, that's just a few. That's fun. Um, Just a few favorites I thought I would mention. Um, Again, there's so many price points, and I've not had any of the super, super high ends. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: There's one called Ancient Age that's good. I think you can only get it in Kentucky.
0: Oh,
1: man. Yeah. well that makes it makes that much just more appealing to, to go up there. Um, but it's a good like, you know, not too expensive one. Uh, Laura said there's one called Ancient Ancient Age. Okay. It's even better, which okay. I've not had. Anything the older it is, the usually more flavorful yeah. and then brings the price tag yep. up too. Um we're gonna get to one that I love. This last one we're gonna taste. Yeah. It's called Weller. You put that and on this Instagram is a special last special night. reserve and it's fantastic. Um, but there's some great ones in all price points. Jim Beam's Black Label is good. Okay. Um. There, the Old Foresters good. Buffalo Trace is good. Heard Buffalo Trace. And this is, is, good. is under their family. Okay. It's kind of their okay. nicer one. But anyway, so and then if you ever get lucky enough to get something like a Pappy Van Winkle, again, invite us over. Sure. We'd really. love to come. Um. But they have ten tenured- year. <laughs> we'll, we'll record at your place. <laughs> That's right. Um, to get some of these specialty bourbons, last thing I want to say, is to get some of these specialty ones, you're going to possibly need a connection. Because, what? again, really? there's not a lot made, right? Oh. We're down to these. Uh, so some of these special ones. That makes sense. Limited number. Some of them. So, so you got to have some kind of way to get your hands on it. So how do you do that? Do you have to, like... Possibly cultivating a relationship with the liquor store manager. Oh, if you were okay. to say, like, man, I, you know, hey, I really like to get mm-hmm. my hands on this. Can mm-hmm. you help me Keep out? Keep an eye out. Yep. Yeah, maybe they can work with you to get that. Some places now have like join the club, the bourbon club situation. There's bourbon clubs. Did not know. I've, I've been in a wine club before, but
0: I did not know there were bourbon clubs. So
1: the local store that I often. Frequent here in Franklin has a... You have to join for $180 a year um, but yeah, to be just, in the a, club. Okay, so that's just your membership. That's fee. your membership. You haven't had one sip of bourbon at that point. Nothing. <laughs> um you do get 10% off of everything you purchase okay. in the store, except these specialty things. They're not oh, going to okay. discount that. Okay. Um, but you're in the club to get your hands on some of these finer picks. Okay. I just don't I know how all the ins and outs some people, of that. people, that would be worth it to but. Them. Just saying there, there is some, sometimes it's not easy to, you can hear about something even that's in your price point. Like, Oh, that's, you know, I'd be willing to pay that. Yeah. Still might not be able to, you're, you're going to have to figure you out to who can help you it. Gotcha. to it. So, gotcha. I think that's all I was going to say about bourbon. Well, did I talk your ear off? This was good. Um,
0: I think I could probably hold a little conversation Good at this point. I do think I prefer. Prefer bourbon over whiskey, mm-hmm. taste wise, but as a go to, if I'm going to be um, ordering a drink out, I'm probably going to get a cocktail. Uh huh. So for me, like I like knowing what brands are going into a cocktail, mm-hmm. but I'm probably not going to purchase it for myself to just sip on. Yeah. At home. Yeah. I love just a basic ginger bourbon. Like just adding some ginger ale, yeah, yeah, to bourbon, sure, and, yeah. Um, maybe a squeeze a lemon, mm-hmm. just something pretty basic. Yeah. You still get the bourbon it, taste, yeah. but it
1: has a refreshing kind of. Yeah. I
0: love cool. an old fashioned as well, but I like keeping things super simple. So mm-hmm. if I were to make something at home, it would probably be
1: just some ginger ale and bourbon,
0: okay, and a squeeze of lemon and. That would be my
1: ginger would be bourbon. Mm-hmm. Now, of the Jack Daniels, we really liked that honey Jack Daniels. Remember that's that? That's true. That was good. That was delicious. And I it even makes the for hat. a great... <laughs> yes, because it had that cute bee on it. But it also makes for a great hot toddy, too. Yeah. So,
0: if you grew up in the South and had a uh, grandmother that was coming up with home remedies, that's probably yeah. uh, what you were
1: I think I told on. you that our mom said... That her grandmother sometimes would give her. She called it rock and rye, mm-hmm. which was rye whiskey with rock candy in it. I guess rock that was candy, just like, on a s- stick that that sold it like cracker barrel. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess that was just to sweeten it a little because she was probably six years old and drinking right. this. But anyway, sipping on rye. <laughs> So yeah, that probably
0: coated your throat, mm-hmm. uh, opened up any probably sinus infection. So especially
1: if you put a little honey and lemon in there, which yeah, those
0: are healing ailments anyway. Well, I can't wait to try this next one because you. Well, put I've it, built it up, and you may not like you it put it everything's different,
1: but I
0: people were loving it. So what's, what's re- it called again? Tell us. Again. This is the Weller Special Reserve. Okay. And this is from Kentucky, of it's course. From Kentucky, it's a wheated bourbon. And you said it's part of the Buffalo Trace
1: family. I think it's under Buffalo Trace. There's okay. different ones. Like when I went to Heaven Hill, I couldn't believe they owned so many. Elijah Craig. Like all these different ones were under yeah. Heaven Hill. So there's different families that have different mm-hmm. lines. That is
0: wonderful. <laughs> it is wonderful. And it it's so smooth. That's and what I was like. I don't think I usually... Oh, I really liked it. I don't think I usually categorize bourbon as... Smooth. Because I just think it always has some spice to it. So, that's nice. Isn't
1: that something?
0: So, there you go. That's
1: well, that, that was an
0: awesome rundown. Um, what was the mash that you said at the very beginning? Grain mash? Is that what it was called? Yeah,
1: you remember on the tour yeah. where that is that consistency smelled? that smelled, that's mash.
0: So, when I just wanted to say, even if you aren't a bourbon drinker or have any interest in going and doing a tasting... If you start driving through some of these areas, you can smell the mash mm-hmm. in just getting out mm-hmm. of the car. You can almost, yeah. Do you
1: also remember, and this is fascinating to me, that there is a mold that grows from bourbon and whiskey making yes. that makes the trees black. Black, yeah. And the barn or the storage facilities they're in, it makes it black yeah. on yeah. the outside. That's sometimes in prohibition how they knew where it was happening because the tree busted, were, yeah, busted by nature. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. So anyhow, yeah, so much fascinating oh, stuff well, in our thank culture. You okay. for
0: that rundown. Yeah. I hope that was helpful for people. It's certainly helpful for me as um, one that just hasn't really dived deep into that world, but certainly open to it and love yeah. love learning new things. Um, well, we wanted to wrap up today's show with a couple of Southern sayings or Southern expressions, and I picked a couple that are actually related to uh, whiskey or oh, bourbon. Oh, fun! Um, That's and so fun. I just picked random. We'll we'll have this. Uh, pop up again
1: on future episodes because our list was so long. Oh my goodness. We have so many that, yeah, we'll just keep going over them. And if you have some that you've heard that you think are hilarious or if you've heard and you're like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Let us know what those are and, um, or some that are popular in your, from your grandmother or whatever. We want to hear all of that.
0: Yeah. So the first one I'll start with um, is you could describe, um, A woman as saying she's whiskey in a teacup. Okay. Also, the name of Reese Witherspoon's um, latest book that came out in October, which is a very fun Southern read. But if you're saying that a woman is whiskey in a teacup, it means that she's like plain looking or harmless, um, maybe even just an innocent type of woman which is represented by the teacup, but inside she's strong personality, wild, exciting. So she's got that strong, confident um, sort of expressions of herself that's similar to a whiskey. So she's whiskey in a teacup. So cute. So it would be a compliment. Oh, yeah. Um, But anyway. That is so cute. That's definitely one. That's a Southern expression that I think is fun. I don't know if I've ever described anyone as whiskey in a teacup. I've never though. used that but one. I might, I, I might start. I certainly know some women that are whiskey
1: in like, a Yes, so, so find a way to mm-hmm. use that, right? Well, my first one I'm going to mention, um, just because it's one our mom uses a lot, or maybe I should say used with me a lot. I don't know if she had to use it with you as oh, much okay. as she did with me. <laughs> I was born in the dark, but it wasn't last night. <laughs> I had that on my list, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's so funny. Mom's like, I may be a little bit naive, but I'm not that naive. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what
0: it means, yeah. right?
1: Like, you're not going to pull that one you, you can't pull that off. On me. So, that's I just had funny. to use that one.
0: Um, okay, this one is, have you ever heard the phrase, oh, be joyful? Yes, and we have a bar named that So, there's now, a bar and have- restaurant in Franklin on Main Street. And this comes
1: from an alcohol expression. I, I have heard this before. So it's
0: vintage slang from the American Civil War. It just means an intoxicating drink, like a homemade brew. Okay. So it's kind of funky to me, like oh, be joyful. I don't know, it's just weird. That's but it's funny. That's that's where the name of their restaurant came from. So cute.
1: And we need to try to use that too. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, there's one I used yesterday, and so I thought <laughs> I would. That's just... appropriate. <laughs> I was at the grocery it's still store. In rotation. There was this little girl that was just adorable to me, and I said, "You are just pretty as a peach." Oh, that's a compliment. And pretty as a peach. I mean, I don't know a, a full blown definition, but it's just meaning you're just colorful, just, yeah. yeah, pleasant, yeah, yeah, adorable, yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, Oh, I bet that made her day. It seemed like it did. So I had fun using that one. And I wasn't trying to use it. I used it. And then I started thinking of Southern sayings for today. Yeah. And I thought, well, I just used one today. I'll
0: just <laughs> include that. Let me just record myself all day long and figure out. <laughs> That's right. What, what do, do I need to translate? Um, okay, here's one. the last one I'll throw in for today. Um, if someone is pitching a hissy fit, <laughs> or if you're throwing a hissy fit, yes. you could pitch a hissy fit or, or throw, throw it. Hissy fit. It just means you're really mad. You're throwing a tantrum. That's right. Um, but usually, in my um, opinion, it's used more on adults. You
1: adults. would say that baby's like a having a tantrum. Kid
0: would throw a tantrum. An adult would throw a hissy fit. That's right. It's usually a girl, unfortunately. But
1: um, yeah. I had that on my list. Just so that's funny. That, yeah. that one you do hear a lot. Um, and my last one was God willing, and the creek don't rise. <laughs> So that just means if somebody says, now are you coming to my party on Saturday? Well, God willing, in the creek don't rise. I'm planning on coming as long as nothing major happens. Right, and That's things that, that are means. out of my control. Right. Like,
0: as long as those things don't happen... I'm going to be then, there. yes, count me in. That's funny. I had that on my list, too.
1: So there, there's a few. We're just getting people started to hear some of these things we say down here awesome. in this region. But
0: Well, if you have... Um, Suggestions of southern expressions that you've heard, or ones that you've heard that you need a translation on. I would invite you, especially, to join our Facebook group. We have a group page now where we're having more discussion around um, all things southern. And I invite you to hit the join button, and we'll get you approved and um, just talking and discussing. We can interact more on there. Yeah, that's gonna do it for this episode of podcast Um, we invite you to share this with your friends if you haven't yet hit that subscribe button and that lets you know every week when we have a new episode that's live so yeah hope y'all have a good week thanks guys